1: Celtics dropped their second consecutive game, this time against the Philadelphia 76ers here at TD Garden 115 to 109. Here to break things down. Legendary journalist Bob Ryan's here. Jimmy Toscano. I haven't so been with Jimmy a in a while quite some time. No, I wasn't talking about you, Jimmy. No, no, not yet. <laughs> not, yet not yet, not yet. And of All course right. myself, Joe Pavone, <laughs> here for CLNS Media Felt. This one of course came down to the wire. A lot of late game execution here. A lot of late game decisions. Bob, let's start with you. How did you feel, first of all, with what Brad Stevens' decisions he had to make in those final two minutes and how everything played right, out? Let's
2: start with the fact that the team that should have won the game won the game and worked backwards from that. Okay, when it's Agreed. all said okay. and done, yeah. they deserve to win the game. Philadelphia yeah. did. Okay, Absolutely. now Celtics had chances and had a and, and the decision Brad Stevens made that, that did backfire. They played Hacker Simmons after it got to a <laughs> one point game, and, and Ben Simmons delivered the two free throws. Did you think it was going to backfire though? Uh, I, I didn't hate. the I, was, move I, at the I time. figured one for two. I figured After he'd go one was for thinking, two, right, and that would have been fine. Which is, down is, a, two. is a success. Yeah, yeah, that, right, right. But, all right, so that decision. But there was so much more to went into this game. Yeah. I'm going to tell you a key sequence to this game. was 95-92, okay? And, and there was a weird play, and Embiid winds up scoring a second-chance basket without leaving his feet. Mm-hmm. You go down the other end, and they have the worst possession of the night, yeah. an aimless possession when Kemba Walker lost his mind, dribbled around <laughs> like a, a mouse scurrying around, and he then heaved up three. one with no time yeah. left because he had nothing else to do. Right. And he went down the other end, and Embiid hit a three they were playing uphill from that point on, That's right true. then and there, that game that, that that sequence was a killer.
1: 38 points, 13 rebounds for Joel Embiid. Jimmy, what's your take? How things mean, played I, out? What I happened mean, there?
0: I mean, it was Embiid and then everybody else tonight. I mean, he single-handedly won the Sixers of the game down the stretch with the the clutch shots and then the block at the end on great. Tice. Yep. That just kind of, that, that put the Celtics to bed right there. Yeah. Um, I thought that it was a great game from start to finish. I thought the Celtics really showed a lot tonight. Yes, they were home and and they were, you know, they were, I think they were one-point underdog going into the game. But without Smart, you know, Tatum was off his game tonight, and they and they hung with the Sixers, who are arguably, you know, a top two-three team in the NBA. Um, like you said, the Celtics shouldn't have won this game. The Sixers should have.
2: Embiid had the big numbers, and he had the big free throws. He had the point. But let's let the record show that the Celtic five men combined for 36 points and 14 rebounds in mm-hmm. response. That's true. And- yeah. Anus Cantor at 20 points. And he had and Price had a good game. They they you know balanced off the right. pro- the production yeah. in that spot. So even though it looks as if NB towered over the Southerners, the fact of the matter is they got those points back. The key guy was Tobias Harris, in my judgment. He had strategically you don't that important yeah, He had that a terrific <laughs> night. And then of course in the big first half, Mike Scott. The box score, five for seven, all on threes for the whole game. But killer threes, they, they got off to a great start shooting threes. How
1: did the box score look? I know you're a big box score I'm guy. I'm a big
0: box score guy. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. So I've score. heard.
1: I'm I mean, a you only mention uh, probably every episode of your podcast. So. I love box I mean, I to to.
0: Mike Scott, he was inserted into the starting lineup tonight, you know, late late insertion. I think it was his second start of the year, and he really stepped up for them. He did. Right. Like right you away. said, a five, five, uh, five or six from three, and just kind of set the tone. He's a veteran presence in there. And everybody in the Sixers team that that spoke after the game, and Brett Brown especially, Made a point to commend Mike Scott for his contributions to the right. game tonight.
1: Well, Jason Tatum did go zero for eight to start the second half. I thought that was a huge loss for the Celtics. But of course, he hit those two big threes down the he stretch. He three so for sixteen. He put them right back into it. And
2: when he hit two big threes, so without which we wouldn't have much to talk about. Right. No, he, he. But he had. It was. what it was a rough
0: night for him. It, it was a rough night for him, and it was a. Did Jalen Brown play tonight? I mean, yeah. Jalen Brown, the, the hot, the hot. Topic over the last couple weeks here was a complete no show. I thought in the biggest game of the year.
1: Right, the way they locked down Kemba Walker and then the way Jason Tatum wasn't feeling, I was, I was thinking, okay, this is it. This is a great opportunity yeah, for Jalen Brown to step in. And nobody stepped up when,
0: when they started defending Kemba step differently in the second half. Nobody in the Celtics stepped up. No, That's no, true.
2: no, nobody on the perimeter. The big guys, though, as I said, Cantor, and they did what they could. His best. This is a good. A bit, bit it limited. In what wasn't he can do. it heartening though, from a Celtic point of view, to see him play this way? To right. think that. that you're going to be able to get more performances like this, and there's no reason you won't.
1: Right. This segment of The Garden Report is brought to you by Manscaped. Head over to manscaped.com. Make sure you use the promo code GARDEN. You'll get 20% off your first order. That's manscaped.com. And free shipping. Don't forget that promo code, and you get free shipping. Someone's obviously been using that. (laughs) Jimmy Toscano over here. I'm all cleaned up, baby. Use the code GARDEN. Get that 20% off, and uh, thank you later.
0: The garden report i am here with the legendary Me. bob ryan <laughs> and some guy named nick jelso i don't know if you ever heard of him hopefully not um, probably not we're gonna get right into it we're gonna talk at the celtics and the sixers just finished up a game here at the td garden the sixers took it but prior to that game there was a lot of criticism coming in at Joel Embiid. oh who by the way scored 38 points <laughs> and had 13 rebounds so you can thank charles and chuck for well, thanks, uh, charles bro. and shaq for that criticism They pretty much went at Joel and said, hey, if you want to be good, keep doing what you're doing. If you want to be great, we want to see more out of you. Bob, you've seen countless great NBA players over the years, and you've seen countless good players. What's the difference, and does Joel Embiid have what it takes to be great?
2: Yes, talent-wise. The talent is enormous. He he is a a, modern Classic inside-outside player. Mm-hmm. Uh, he 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 he's got this low-post dexterity, which he demonstrated tonight. He can step out and hit a three, which he demonstrated tonight mm-hmm. in, a, in a big moment. And then he made a game-preserving block on top of that. No, he's got enormous talent. I think what the criticism has to do with nightly application. You know, the, do you want to be a, 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 just a coast on that talent, yep. or do you want to do the things that are going to make you uh, an MVP kind of player? I think that's what the prodding he's getting from Shaq uh, and, and company is that he has the talent to be an MVP kind of player. And and they want to see that, but and, Shaq. I mean, oh. there were times. There were times where Shaq was called out for his efforts. Yes. Right. Okay. Oh, so, I, I, but look, he had the resume too, though. Yeah. But Shaq. You know. I mean. It's You know. People. Everybody has their opinion. My opinion is that, <laughs> that uh, Shaq should have led the league in rebounding every year he played. Right. Because rebounding was not a priority for him. So when. So um, factor filter through this. I mean, consider the source here. Uh, Shaq. Absolutely, uh, is a, in a living in a something of a glass house with regard yeah. to what he actually could have done full time. I'm sorry, and you say, "Well, he's one of the greatest players." Well, okay, you might think so, but he's not as good as you think he is. I'm telling you, he should have been a better oh, rebounder. Some, Absolutely, did not rebound.
3: Some teammates even questioned Shaq's effort. You know, in regards to did he give it him? It could have been amazingly better. I've heard Kobe say sure. that before. So everybody's throwing a little bit of you know they retire and everything everything looks rosy, right? Right. But, but you, know, I,
2: I, when you look at Embiid; is, he has all the ingredients to be a modern as good a center a uh, five man yeah. center uh, that doesn't exist anymore. Yep. As good a big, <laughs> a big because we only have big swings and ball handlers. Positionless ball. And, and right. yeah, and Let's but he's Brad as Deans. good. A, he should be as good mm. as any big in the, uh, any big in the game. Uh, he's really good at Twitter. Hey, can I say something? No,
0: he's really good. Yes, cutting no, in? no. But yeah,
3: it's going to be back to The right. thing
0: about Chuck and Shaq is, you know, they're on an award-winning television show, and, and they, they have to say things to get people watching. But I think that there's a lot of truth to what they say, too, and I think the show is amazing. How about the way Embiid handled the criticism, though? I mean, what does that speak about him? Yeah, I liked it. I mean, his
2: reaction, it. It was, it was, it was, as far as we know, is very positive. He spoke with Shaq personally, uh, understands that it's... Uh, he's accepting it as constructive criticism, I think, uh, uh, right. quote-unquote, right? Well, fine, good. And we saw him react tonight uh, uh-huh. with a, with a big-time performance. Kind of proved them right. Yeah. Big-time right. performance. I mean, didn't he kind of prove them? You know, that's them? a good point, Jimmy.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it, clearly that is in there, and it all it took was a little a little push and shove from a couple of all-time greats to get it out of him. My biggest thing for Embiid is I'm proud of the fact, I'm
3: proud of him for not swinging back, because you, I thought for sure it would be all over. Which he's over done.
0: Which he's done in the past. Yeah, yeah. yeah. in
3: this instance,
0: <laughs> he just scared me. Not because
3: I was looking. No, I mean, it was usually it would be all over Twitter, giving us comic relief. Uh, making fun of whoever's attacking them, but in this case he was mature about it. Yep. And after the game, he was, you know,
2: yeah, he, he, he answered with a performance. Yeah, which is terrific. So
0: last, it should be. Last question: If if this is the Embiid that we see more often than not oh, going boy. forward, are the, are the Sixers the team to beat in the East and, and no, even not in too, the league? Well,
2: not as long as Milwaukee's 22 and three and winning games without Anthony which they did last night, uh, we'll see. But certainly, it should. Common sense tells you right now it should come down to those two, depending on. How good Boston impro- how much Boston can improve and maybe find
0: one more piece of that pr- of their own puzzle there you go folks this garden rep- this garden report was brought to you by Manscaped. head over to manscaped.com for all your below the belt needs type in code garden at checkout for 20% off free shipping maybe a little stocking stuff for this uh, this Christmas what do you say and that'll do it man. that'll do it from here <laughs> thanks for watching. <laughs>
1: second half of the Celtics and Sixers matchup, the news of longtime NBA commissioner David Stern had suffered a brain hemorrhage broke here while we were at TD Garden covering this game. Bob Ryan, of course, I know you have a personal relationship with Stern. Just a few words on the
2: matter. Uh, this is a, a, a sad night for many, many, many people. Uh, I am one of the many who are uh, extremely fond of David Stern. He was the great, most fan and media-friendly commissioner of my experience in any sport, any of the four major sports that I ever experienced, uh, a sense of humor, a, a charm, a wit, uh, a disarming wit. Uh, anyway, uh, just a wonderful guy to be around, and I, of course, his impact in the history of the league is enormous. Right. Uh, incre- it presided over a period of transition for the league when it, it, it went global, uh, the the uh, Economic situation exploded. Uh, he he supervised all that with a uh, 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 great wisdom. And, and you know this, this is very sad news. A
3: lot of people, a lot of people say, well, we all say Bird, Magic, Michael. But if there was no Stern, there may not have. been. You know, been. I'm so
2: glad you said that, Nick, because Larry Bird went out of his way at different times, more than once, when yep. I, in my experience, to say that what he appreciated uh, so much, how he appreciated the fact that the NBA was a forum for these got him, he and his all these guys to, to to showcase their talents, and he he knew that David Stern had created or helped. Create that atmosphere and that that circumstance so that they could flourish not only artistically but financially. Yep. Uh, th- th- so he Larry for one was very appreciative of David Stern. Yep.
1: You know, for me growing up, just seeing that David Stern signature on the Spalding basketball, that's what I just grew up always seeing, you know. By the time I got to the age where I wasn't necessarily on the basketball court as much as I used to be, that signature was no longer there, but of course its impact on the league hasn't changed thus far. He had one of the
2: funniest lines ever Uh, back in, in 1986. There was a league meeting in Phoenix in which seven cities came to present proposals for expansion, seven cities. And, and the league was blown away by this. They, they didn't realize how popular they were. They right. seriously weren't. And after it was over, he said, you know, I feel like this is the reverse of the Groucho Marx thing. If all these people want to join the club, we should let them in. <laughs> That's right. That's
1: right. Well, our thoughts and prayers are with David Stern and, of course, the Stern family here from CLNS Media.